Welcome to Bothering the Band. My name is Ryan Beinack. With me, as always, is the business casual, Abigail Ann Levy. <laughs> Abby, have you ever seen Days of Thunder? Who hasn't seen Days of oh, Thunder? Better question. Uh, my favorite line, anytime I say it, it's got like something about the word perfect, I think of Robert Duvall saying to Tom Cruise's character, whose name I forget now, but he's like, I want you to hit the pace car. And he's like, hit the pace car. And he's like, yeah, you, you hit everything else out there. So I want you to be perfect. But he says that you're like, I want you to be perfect. Like He says it very emphatically. That being said, today's guest is Adam Turla, the lead singer of Murder by Death. One of our favorite fucking bands and their new album, Spellbound, Spell backslash bound is absolutely perfect in my mind that's the segue that's the intro ladies and gentlemen adam turla from murder by death adam can you hear us yeah what's going on man sorry i was late (laughs) oh it's okay it's okay it's not our first time. It's not the first time. It's not our last. We're, we're kind of used to it. We've just been doing other work. <laughs> All right. I'm in the car just for driving in the long drive. Last day of this leg of the tour. So it's, we're out of it. <laughs> well, the first question is, how are you and where are you? We are about 30 minutes from Asheville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just pretty whooped in general from being on the road uh for i don't know like three four weeks and uh we just getting over being sick so classic tour sick experience but uh you know other than that pretty good well thank you so much for doing this we are to say we're fans is putting it lightly um we also love 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 spellbound so much that record Um, is fucking perfect so yeah <laughs> hell yeah oh, we like we this have, record a lot so it's, it's, it's gratifying to hear that yeah dude i we love it love it love it actually abby is gonna be seeing you in like a week in salt lake so oh, this cool. worked out she's had those tickets so this is nice. fucking worked out um so my first question is can you take a photo with abby in that cool elevator in the depot in salt lake Maybe. I don't know. All right. We'll hook we'll it. We'll, 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 I don't we'll know follow up on that. But... Abby, tell them about the elevator. They have uh, their own freight elevator there and they decorated it with a bunch of really cool lights. Um, and it became so popular. It has its own Instagram. And so at some uh, point they will put you and the band in there and ask you to take a photo for the their venue and their Instagram. But it's a really cool old freight elevator. And uh, I don't know. It's just fun. <laughs> okay so uh you live in louisville louisville i never i never say it right i'm sorry and have you and do you know of uh the record store surface noise yep i live yeah. right down the street from it oh nice we we love that um brett who owns it is a is a fan of fan and friend of ours he's done a lot for us so shout out to that guy nice. uh, do you ever run into will oldham there in that neighborhood you know, I do see him all the time. Uh, we go to the same post office, 
and we have met on occasion, but I can't tell if he knows who I am or remembers me. So I never really, like, I've waved at him, but he seems like he's always in his own world. It's like, I saw him at the farmer's market, like, the day before we left for this tour, but I don't think he remembers who we are. It's like one of those, like, I don't know. Who knows? That's, fu- that's funny, too, but just I massive musicians around. passing each other. We met at some like retreat at some point um, where we were doing like uh, like charity stuff for local like this local organization. But um, but you know it's I, I I think you know he was at our I saw him the other day. He was at our restaurant's fifth anniversary party. But I don't think he knew. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Oh, so this is a perfect segue because I was going to ask you uh, how you feel about Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, that's that's one of those questions where, I mean, I think my opinion is I don't care about it enough to make a big stink about it. But I do think that anything that makes like a pizza too wet can ruin the dough. And I think the dough is the most important part. Like the crust is the marker of a good pizza. So I don't really care about toppings as long as the crust is good. But I do think that like, I'm sure there's a way to like char pineapple and get the moisture out to where it works really well with the ham, but nobody does it. It's like, you never have it that way. Like nobody puts all that work in. Yeah. It's like canned pineapple chunks. They're just like, right, dump they just it try on. to make it easy or, or even yeah. if they cut up a pineapple, it's like, it's not like prepared in such a way. So I don't know. I'm kind of like the pizza, crazy pizza toppings are not really my thing. I, I tend to just go with like, is the crust good? Cool. Whatever you put on it is going to be good. Yeah. Are you, you're more of a traditionalist when it comes to pizza? Maybe. I, I don't know if that's traditional. I, there's a, there's a lot of interest now in, uh, you know, just trying to find the best possible way to use science to get the best bread. So like some of it is kind of modern where it's just like, how do we make sure we're not just eating like junky cardboard crust? Yeah. I'm just taking notes to make food later. I'm starving. (laughs) Me too. Uh, If you had to do a concert in one chain pizza restaurant, what one would you do? What one would you choose? That's a good question that I've never thought about. But the answer is probably Jet's Pizza because oh, I love Jet. I was oh nice. Yeah, when I was a kid, that was the local uh like cheapo chain yeah. that we would go to. And we would like ride our bikes there and get like two slices and a Coke for 250. And so I have many fond memories of getting my aluminum foil wrapped pizza there. You're talking Detroit style, correct? Yeah, I grew up in that Detroit. Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we ha- I'm in Florida and we have one. It, it it's it's arguably you know, and I'm from New York. I, I'm very I love all yeah. types of shit, but Jets is darn good. Yeah, I I think as far as the chain goes, it's probably the best one, and they've really been expanding. Like we have one in Louisville, and like I fucking own a pizza restaurant. And sometimes I order Jets. You know? yeah. Like like sometimes that's just you want that like you know, fake cheese, like, you know, bad for you, fun kind yeah, of, of slam at pizza. Um, are you a basketball fan now that you're in Louisville? 
No, no, not at all. But everyone else is enough of a basketball fan to cover for me, and that's up. Yeah. And, and so, so I never really go, followed it. No? Are you a sports fan at all? I don't watch any sports anymore, really, other than I, I get obsessed with the Olympics every two years. And um, I am a rock climber. I rock climb three times a week. So sometimes I watch rock climbing stuff. Oh, cool. What's your favorite, like, weird Olympic sport? Like badminton or? You know, I have to say the thing that I never thought I would get so into, but I probably might be my favorite is uh, gymnastics. Now, I just, it's just so insanely impressive. And the older I get, the more I realize how out of this world, what they're doing is and how just like impossible it seems. Like when you just try to do, you know, something that's like, you know, like a physical activity that's challenging, like just, you know, trying to do like sets of pull-ups or something and, you know, seeing how much it wipes you out, even if you're in good shape and then you see what they're doing. Insane. I mean, absolutely shocking level of fitness and physicality. And just, it's, I'm just like watching the TV yelling. You know? Yeah. It's, it's insane. You're hundred percent. I can't even do a cartwheel. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like the level of performance and the detail that they get down to. It's just, every time I watch, I'm more impressed. I mean, I love the giant like ski jumps in the winter Olympics and like, you know, just seeing like the, the, mo- the fastest people in the world or, you know, all that stuff. It's, it's hard to mess with. So uh, what's, what's one music band song that you love that would surprise people like us? Um, the song that we have been um, uh, listening to uh, lately that comes to mind. Oh, my God. Why is my brain not working right now? Uh, uh, summer, summer Breeze. Uh, we've been... <laughs> been on a kick with the song summer breeze like uh, summer breeze makes me feel fun. like that oh yeah <laughs> yeah just like that song has been like inhabiting my soul for the last couple of years i love it i love it uh do you take naps i wish i could more i need to nap more um i uh i on tour, it would be a great skill, but I'm usually just working yeah. when I wish I was dancing. What's the last Shrek film you watched? <laughs> great question. Uh, I definitely, it was an, on an airplane because that's when I watch uh, Shrek adjacent uh, materials. Um, I'm going to say it was probably like whatever came out like 15 years ago. Um, I have not seen one even remotely recently. I don't think I saw the Puss in Boots one. I love that you know that. <laughs> there you go. It's Antonio Banderas, right? Yeah, yeah. Part of the legacy you. of Shrek. <laughs> oh, uh, th- this is a real dumb question. Do you have an innie or an Audi belly button? <laughs> I have an innie. And it's <laughs> Thank collects God. a alarming amount of length oh uh, mine does too that's a thing no one teaches you when you're a young man yeah. 
No. <laughs> it's like I I could clear it every day and it's just it's always there. Who are, who's drive are you're not driving, right? Sarah's driving. Oh, okay. She's hey, Sarah. <laughs> we're, in a, belly button. we're in a separate vehicle right now. Yeah. We figured that or you were pulling something. We've got the van and we got the van and trailer uh going uh separately to the club right now. Nice. I texted a buddy of mine, my friend Joey, who was like, Hey, go see Murder by Death tonight. Nice. I don't know if he will, but um okay, Adam Sandler or Ad Rock from the Beastie Boys or Adam Duritz from Counting Crows. We could go on and on. Adam from Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel. Who's your favorite Adam? That's, I've never really thought about it. Uh, but I, I will say I was heavy into Counting Crows in sixth grade. Nice. Uh, though maybe not heavy into Adam Gertz's dreadlocks at the time. But, uh, uh, but I was, that, that album was definitely as a songwriter and as an early music listener. Um, uh, you know, I mean, Sistine Chapel's all right. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's that's a nice Adam. Um, have had the fortune of seeing it a couple times. <laughs> Very cool. So you're going with Adam Duritz? Is that your favorite? Of the, of the selected options. I'm trying to think of like another Adam. I'm, for such a common name, feel like there's not as many adam as west I, adam scott adam yeah those Ant. are the two i thought of um adam driver adam levine oh yeah okay you're good you're good with the adams um <laughs> I, i'm gonna say that i feel moderately um, i feel moderate uh happiness about all of those none of them are like leaping out like that's my boy um none of those are my my top dog, but uh, I have a, a general uh, acceptance of Adams. Well, you're our favorite Adam. Thanks, sir. You know, thanks for answering that super dumb question. We're gonna <laughs> keep. Oh, have you ever read uh, Stephen King's book on writing? Sarah has read it, and I have read excerpts from it. I don't think I ever read the whole thing. I remember reading it in college, um, but I feel like I feel like we just read sections. But yeah, it's really good. I, my memory is that he's very good at communicating uh, the craft. Yeah. And have you ever seen a ghost? I have. I have uh, felt a ghost on on occasion, but I've never seen a ghost. Um, I had a good encounter in Ireland when I was like seventeen, and uh, and it was. Uh, definitely an eye-opener and made me say well shit about ghosts and i don't have like any big opinions about it like i insist but i had a weird experience and it you know just keeps my mind open i guess that's a great answer diplomatic ghost answer there's a song (laughs) title for you diplomatic ghost (laughs) uh you play a lot of cool places this is what these questions are leading to uh do you have you know aside from the stanley hotel do you have like a bucket list place that you're like we i want to play there once in my life yeah you know recently 
I have been thinking about that a little bit just because we've been playing for so long. And it's, it's interesting um, seeing uh, like some of our friends uh, who are either musicians or um, crew people. We know a lot of crew people, uh, you know, going to these like sort of storied venues that are sort of out of our league to some extent. And one of the ones I've been thinking about lately is like, I'd just love to open a show at the Gorge up in Washington. I think that would be a cool one. Um, we've had the fortune of playing at Red Rocks. Um, we, you know, I mean, it's like, there are places I think would be really cool. Like, sure, I'd love to play the Sydney Opera House. But honestly, like we got to tour in Australia in 2019. And that was something that had been, that was more like, I've never been to Australia. Would be nice to go see the Sydney Opera House, and we yeah. did. And we just took a long walk on a rainy day and enjoyed ourselves, you know, um, out in the harbor, and it was cool. You know, it's, sometimes it's just about. For me, it's not so much about like a sense of accomplishment and needing to be, like, have reached a certain level in the career or have done um, something, I don't know, impressive. Uh, I'm more just like that the, the band has allowed us to get to some places that I never have gotten before. It's very cool. Uh, Sarah whispered to me, we did just achieve something pretty special. Um, we just, uh, about a week ago, we headlined our first show at First Avenue in Minneapolis. Nice. And um, we had played there before opening quite a few times back in the day, but um, we'd never done our own show there, closed it out. We were all, when we started this band, one of the few acts we all agreed on was Prince. And um, so that was uh, pretty special for us. That was like, you know, we were all taking stock of that. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. And that place and just, um, you know, the Twin Cities alone come up a lot because it's such a music town, you know, surprisingly. Yeah. And it, it's so many great bands come out of there. Um so uh, what I two things one I think you can play the gorge at I I think you should ask you guys are pretty big time and you're you should yeah. just ask um and then secondly you should also go back and play like the Jets used to go up go to as a kid <laughs> yeah I'm sure they love that it's uh it's about the the standing area is probably about twenty square feet it's like just big enough for like four kids to wait for their slices. <laughs> That'd be or a cool like set. marketing campaign is do it on the roof like the Beatles. Yeah. Just throwing slices of pizza at people as they walk by. Um have you ever drank the water in Mexico? Uh sure. Yeah. Definitely. Really? Isn't aren't you not supposed to do that? Aren't you like shit your brains out? Well, I mean, depends on the source and the city, and you know, it's, we have bad water and bad pipes in the U.S. too. Oh yeah, you know? but it depends on what we're, what we're talking about. But I have, you know, I've also had illness in Mexico before, oh, but I've been ill in every country I've ever been to at some point. <laughs> That's a good record to have. <laughs> I cut you off. What were you saying? Oh, I just said, uh, yes, uh, sick on every tour in every country. That's a badge of honor, man. Or something. Badge of honor. 
Uh, have you ever driven a Tesla? No, I've never, never been in Tesla. Yeah, me neither. I was just trying to play off your last name. It's real tough coming up with these dumb questions. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't get Teslas. No, me neither. Um, did you ever go, when you were in college, did you ever do like a crazy spring break in like Daytona or Panama City? I once went to uh, Toronto. We jumped in a car and drove to Toronto when it was our freshman year. And you could drink when you were 19. Oh, and I was yeah. still 18, but uh, my friends were 19. And I managed to, we basically were like, we're going to go out to the bar and go to like some punk shows, go to like a dance club. And we just had never like been to bars. So that was like our wild March in Toronto, cold weather adventure. Nice. So while you're driving through Georgia right now, where is, who's watching RoboCop? He's in the car. Oh yeah. No uh, shit. Yeah. He's been on this leg of the tour with us for the last three and a half weeks. Um, he, uh, yeah, he's in a little crate and, uh, then we get to the venue and he gets to see all the touring party and everybody pets him and gives him a lot of attention. And, uh, yeah, he's been on tour. He's been a pretty good tour doggy. Oh, that's incredible. Abby is so happy right now. She loves dogs. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> uh, well, th that's a, I want to say RoboCop is the coolest dog name I've ever heard. Were there <laughs> any other, suits them too. <laughs> were you tossing out any other suggested, suggested names before that? No, that was pretty much it. It was <laughs> like, it was just like, well, it's funny because we kind of got what we asked for, which was that he, when when we got him, we just thought he was really like cute and sweet looking. And we thought that'd be a funny contrast with his, he's 24 pounds. He's not like a big dog. Mm -hmm. And um, we thought it'd be funny. But then it turns out he's a total cop because he is constantly like checking people in. Like if new people enter a room, he like barks and then he goes up and he has to like, sniff them and then he needs to interact with them they need to like acknowledge him and he's just like constantly fussing over any sound or new person coming in um if it's like the people he knows like the band he's great you know he's just like happy to see them but like if it's like a person he hasn't met he's like check this guy out search him check his prints so, like it's just like so it turns out he is uh, a bit of a a nuisance but we love him anyway oh that sounds like an adorable nuisance though and and you really be. lit up you really lit up talking about about the puppy so well, that's great he's my favorite i'm crazy about oh that's a that's adorable that's a, that's a remarkable i love it and just a few more dumb more a few more dumb questions who's your favorite yeah. disney villain Ooh, favorite disney villain um you know my favorite disney movie is uh robin hood um so i wonder if that's i wonder if it's the sheriff of rottingham probably I that that's it yeah nice yeah that was the one when i was a kid that i really identified with roger miller does the soundtrack and that um was my introduction i think to country music oh wow yeah it's pretty cool. If it's I think about it, tidbit. It's fun. Yeah. 
What's uh? Do you have any family Christmas traditions that you've carried on? Uh, well, yeah, for sure. Um, so my family's from Italy, and mm-hmm. my, my mom immigrated here, and um, so we uh, have a very Italian Christmas. Uh, and what that means is that we eat um, uh, on Christmas. Uh, we well, we have a Christmas Eve meal and a Christmas Day meal. Do you do the and fishes? One them, well, one of, we don't do the Feast of the Seven Fishes thing. Um, that's from a different region, but uh, um, but we do eat a brodetto, which is like a chapino seafood stew. So it's like mixed seafood and tomatoes in a fish broth. Um, you got to use the fish heads to get the right uh, consistency for the broth and the packet of flavor. And then we do a lasagna bolognese, which is like a spinach uh, uh, dough that you make with, with egg pasta and it's filled with like a meaty ragu and a bechamel sauce. And so we eat one of those, you know, for the day and one for Christmas Eve. Um, that's, we do that every year. And then we have a panettone, which is a, yeah. like a cake uh, yeah. every year as well. Um, so, and that's just like total tradition. We also eat capaletti, which is like a, it's like a dumpling soup. It's basically tortellini and brodo. Um, but uh, it's very, very good in a chicken stock. And uh, But yeah, we have a lot of like food, Christmas traditions. Starving. Just utterly starving right now. <laughs> yeah, and That I've all sounds my, very delicious. Oh, it's out of this world. And I've learned all those dishes. I have actually gotten to the point where I can say I've perfected those dishes the way my grandma would make them. Because I spent like the last like 15 years of her life uh, bugging her and helping her cook because I was not going to let those leave my life when she passed away because it was just such a huge connection to that side of my family and food was the center of everything. So um, I now know how to make all those dishes and uh, I really feel like I, I can do them, do her justice. Well, we're coming over this Christmas. (laughs) It's, it's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, um, if you could buy, if you could interview anyone living or dead and ask them similar questions to what we're asking you, who would it be? And what would you ask them? Essentially, who would you want to bother and ask dumb questions like this? I think it would be funny to get someone historicals perspective on stuff and to try to come up with questions for somebody from a time that's not your own. I don't know who I want to ask those questions, but um, I suppose you could like, you could torture a villain with the questions uh, depending on how much time I have. Um, uh, You could, uh, you know, I mean like, it's it's hard not to it's hard not to be curious about you know great minds of the past yeah. uh you know it's like like shakespeare had to be funny right i mean those plays are hilarious like he the wordplay is incredible like you know, I, I bet he would come up with probably some of the better he or she or who know, whoever shakespeare was i bet they would know uh they'd have really good answers I think that's a really good answer. I like that. And last, 
what's next? And you can answer this however you like. What's next for Adam Turla? Well, we are wrapping up this tour and then we uh we've got about three weeks left and then our plan is to try to not tour so much so that we can spend more time being creative in general um like sarah wants she's going to be working she's really into ceramics these days so she'll be doing lots of ceramics my goal is to get really bored in uh 2023 and we're still going to be touring and playing shows but I want to basically just enjoy uh, not being uh, in a pandemic uh, yeah. like business saving mode because we had a really like long pandemic in the sense that we had to uh, basically make sure that our restaurant was okay. And then like we were sent home from tour and it was a yeah. difficult um, uh, financial period. But we just, I, I just worked my ass off through the pandemic, making sure everyone was good. And now we're, that we're okay, uh, we're very happy. Um, but it's also, uh, you know, just very, uh, it's time for me to chill out a little bit. So I'm going to be traveling. We're actually, right before you called, we were booking, a, we're going to go with some friends to visit their family in Mexico for uh, Dia de los Muertos. And um Cool. We're going to go see art in some places, go to Art Basel in Miami. Like, we're just trying to plan uh, nice. pleasant activities uh, and also home time. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, don't drink the water in Mexico or do whatever you choose. Uh, when you're in Miami, I'm about an hour north. Let me know. Uh, we'll go get right. some pizza. We'll go. I'll bring you jets. And then uh, did go. you just get to the venue? Yep. We just pulled up. <laughs> it's fucking perfect because that's our last question. Um, just a little scooter. <laughs> Is that a scooter? Watch that speedboat. Yeah. Uh, Adam, oh, dude, here's real... Robocop. Oh, Wait. let me. Let's see. Let's there see. He he's in his little crate. Aww, he's oh, buddy. Hey, Roby. Oh, he kind of he kind of fits the dog that looks like its owner a little bit. Oh, I get a that bit. a little bit. Yeah, I love it. Okay, Adam, take us out. Tell the people just where to follow you. And that's our show. Thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, just Murder by Death on Instagram and MurderByDeath.com, that kind of stuff. We're easy to find. Yeah, dude. Weird band name. Again, Abby's seeing you. Thank you so much for doing this. And again, fucking record is perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Someone taught you wrong, kid You've been harping on About a world where only killers get in You're still listening to that thing under your bed Now I've made my house a home A shelter from the storm They say you gotta be cutthroat to thief. Oh, that's so cowardly. 
Someone taught you wrong. 